Welcome to the Miss Eileen Speaks podcast. I'm so glad you joined me because we're going to have so much fun talking about blogging, social media, YouTube, and how you can make meaningful content for your audience. The show notes for this podcast can be found at EileenSmith.com. So let's get started. This is episode eight of the podcast, and we want to continue our conversation about blogging. In case you didn't know, this podcast is being recorded over on Anchor, and I got a question that came in from one of my fellow YouTube buddies, Jay Carteret. This is a great question for anyone who is really thinking about continuing with their blog or using the blog as the home base for all of their other content. So Jay is asking about, no, let me just let you hear it from Jay. Here's Jay Carteret. Hey Eileen, what is up? It's Jay Carteret from growonyoutube.com. I am calling in about a plugin that I was looking at online. I see that they've got your face on their site and you've done a review on it. It's a plugin called SEO Presser as I'm trying to uh, jump back into blogging and basically take it more seriously would you recommend the plugin do you still use it do you think seo by yoast is a reasonable plugin because you know that's free and seo presser is i think it's like nine dollars a month so i just want to know about your experiences with it was it worth the money is it still worth the money all that sort of stuff that'll really help out thanks again for all your great content jay there is two reasons i love this question because you touched on a couple of things that remind me of some really cool events and experiences that happened to me as a result of starting my blog the first one is seo presser i used to absolutely love this plugin and back in 2011 2012, 2013, even 2014, I watched my blog traffic skyrocket. I mean, it just literally went through the roof. And you mentioned that you saw my testimonial over on their website. And I had a great partnership with them, actually made thousands of dollars as an affiliate marketer. And I know that as a result of me recommending this plugin that a lot of other bloggers grew their traffic on their blog as well. Now I'm going to play my response and when I come back I'm going to tell everyone about the second really cool thing that happened to me in relation to Jay's question. Hey Jay, thanks so much for calling in about the SEO Presser plugin. Uh, it's been a while since I used that plugin regularly. It was really doing well for me back in 2011, 12, and 13. And then Google came out with all their huh, animal named algorithms. 
and it kind of changed the game. So I am using the Yoast plugin now, but I actually recommend, they have a paid version of Yoast, so if you really want to crush it, you want to go for the paid version. I actually met Yoast, and he was a guest author on my blog, and he did a fantastic presentation at WordCamp Philly a few months ago. So hope that helps. Talk to you later, Jay. Thanks for the call. Now, let me give you a little bit of background as to that second experience that I really enjoyed. And the plugins that we're talking about, SEO Presser and the Yoast SEO plugin, they only work with WordPress. They don't work with Blogger or Squarespace or any of the other blogging platforms out there. But one of the things that's unique about the WordPress community is that they have this thing called WordCamps, where the developers, the users, they get together and they have sessions where you can learn more about being a developer or being a user of WordPress. So I was fortunate enough that I was able to attend WordCamp US two years in a row. It was in Philadelphia. So in 2016, as well as 2015. So in December of 2016, I really enjoyed because my daughter, Nicole, went to the event with me. Now, we've gone to conferences before, but usually she goes her way and I go my way and then we meet up for lunch, right? But this particular time, we both knew that we wanted to attend the session from Yoast. Now, when you look up Yoast, it will be spelled Y-O-A-S-T. But really, Yoast is a Dutchman whose name is Yoast de Valk, And it's really spelled J-O-O-S-T. Anywho, Yoast is a legend when it comes to SEO and the WordPress community. So he built this plugin years ago and it started just gaining traction. And as Google would have all these updates to their algorithm, the panda, the penguin, the pigeon, the this, the that, and some of the other SEO plugins would fall by the wayside and be less effective, which I must admit SEO presser was probably one of those the Yoast plugin was able to survive and is probably now the number one plugin that people turn to who use WordPress. I actually did a written interview with Yoast back in March of 2012. So I was really excited about this talk and the opportunity to actually get to see him in person at the WordCamp. But I wasn't the only one the room was packed. There had to be at least 200 people in the room. And even my daughter, who's very hard to impress, we were both sort of on the edge of our seats. And coming up, I'm going to play a little clip from his talk, just so you can see what I mean. After his talk, I went up to him and I said, hey, you know, let's take a picture together. We took a couple ussies. And then when I asked him if he remembered, and he said, oh, yeah, basic blog tips. You're Eileen. I know who you are. And I thought that was pretty cool. 
Because, hey, guys, think about it. From March of 2012 all the way to December of 2016, we hadn't communicated. We may have seen each other's tweets. Maybe I retweeted him or something like that. But we're not connected on social media. So it was absolutely amazing to me that he remembered me, that we took the ussies together, and that I was able to hear this incredible talk that he gave. So I just want to give you a little snippet where he talks about something he calls findability. But when you've done all this and when you've fixed all this for your site, you've really only fixed the first bit. You've made sure that your site is crawlable. Now we're going to go to the next step, which is findability, which is the ability for anyone to find everything you want them to be able to find, which starts with, and this is where the hard part comes in, because you can't really install a plugin to do this for you. You need to do keyword research, and you need to figure out what people search for when they need to find you. And nine times out of 10, that's not the name that you gave your product. Amen. So please stop doing that. I've worked for some of the biggest companies in the world that had branding officers that told me that their product was named X, and I was like, you're wrong. The problem with branding officers is that they're usually too high up the food chain. Um, but keyword research is not something that's simple. I'm just going to tell you that you need to do it now because I can talk about that for days and still not have taught you everything you need to know. But it is the basis of every SEO project. Just thinking about what do I need to be found for? People ask us why we don't distill the focus keyword from your post, why we don't automatically tell you which key focus keyword you've been writing about. We don't because we want you to think about that before you start writing. And you simply cannot be found for you words that you never use. And that is, that might seem very simple, but even though we've been telling that for years as SEOs, and I've, I'm not the only one, there's plenty of people in the room who've been telling that for years, people still don't seem to grasp that this is the, the most important truth of SEO. That session with Yost was so valuable. He jam-packed so many golden nuggets of blogging information into that session. I highly recommend you to go and watch the entire thing. It's over on wordpress.tv, but I made a special link just to make it easier for you. It's eileen.link slash Yoast. And what Yoast was saying about keywords and keyword research, it's really important for blogs, but it's also very important for those of us who are creating podcasts and YouTubers, even live streamers. If you're creating content online and you wanted to get discovered and found, especially by the search engines, then you need to do your keyword research. Another question came in, and this is from my girl, Angelica Whetstone from the Gen X Tech. So take it away, Angelica. Hi there, Eileen. This is Angelica, the Gen X Tech. And yes, I do have a blogging question. So I have been thinking about going back to blogging. I used to do blogging guest blogging about two to three years ago but now I am finally considering 
having a professional blog for my business. I've already secured the domain, the security of the site is underway, and I have absolutely no content, <laughs> no content on the site as of yet. And I just wanted to know for a brand new newbie who wants to use blogging for business, what are some get started tips that you would highly recommend for me? By the way, I do use um, Yoast as my plugin. I didn't know about SEO Presser, so that's new to me. Thanks in advance. That's a fantastic question, Angelica. And I'm glad you said that you already have your domain registered. Because one thing I've learned about you in a few short weeks that I've known you is that you're very techy, hence the name Gen X Tech, and that you also love a good tool. So I want to recommend a few tools. A couple of them can get you started with topic ideas, and then you can hone down on with that keyword research with these other tools that I'm going to mention. So first, you want to start off with a tool called BuzzSumo. And BuzzSumo, you go over, you enter your topic, and BuzzSumo will show you content that's been shared like crazy on social media. So then you'll get to see some of the blogs that are very popular, that are already serving up the kind of content that you want to publish on your blog. Then you can get more topic ideas by using a site called Answer the Public. And that's answerthepublic.com. And don't worry, I actually have YouTube videos to show you how to use BuzzSumo and a video on how to use Answer the Public. And Answer the Public, when you enter your topic idea, it will bring up a whole carousel, almost like the carousel over on Anchor, where you're just getting all kinds of ideas of what you can use as the titles for your blog posts and any of the other content that you want to create because I know how you also like to repurpose your content. So if you want to do a live stream, you can also use Answer the Public to find those titles. Then last but not least, you're going to want to do the keyword research. Make sure that you're including those keywords, like Yo said in his talk, that are going to get you found by the search engines. So you want to just make sure you're integrating that within your content. When you're on your live streams, you want to make sure you're using those words in with natural language. Of course, you don't want to keyword stuff, but the few tools that I want to recommend to you. And like I said, over on my blog where I have all the guest authors, they're the ones that are doing the keyword research on the text. Most of my keyword research is being done on my YouTube channel. And I use TubeBuddy. Oh my gosh, I've probably done five tutorials on TubeBuddy. So there's no lack of information on that. But when it comes to the written word, you want to try a tool called KeywordTool.io. That's a free one. And uh, actually, all these tools are freemium. So you can use them for free and then you can upgrade. Then Ahrefs is another one. And then SEM 
rush. So Angelica, the other thing that I want to also encourage you about is something you're already doing, and that is you're using live streaming, you have your community over on Facebook, and so you're really getting the questions that people want to know about your topic. So you can start there with your topic ideas as well. So it's one of the major benefits of doing live streaming is not so much about using tools, but about actually talking to your target market and finding out from them what it is that they need, what are their pain points, and you'll be able to understand what kind of content you need to provide so that you can continue to offer the leadership and the guidance to your audience that you already do so very well. This has been such a fun episode. Who knew that talking about blogging and SEO could be so much fun? Thanks again for the questions that came in from Jay and from Angelica and also for the contribution from Yoast. I appreciate you, dear listener. So please come back. Call in if you have questions over on anchor.fm slash Eileen, and we'll get you featured in the next episode of Miss Eileen Speaks. So with that said, bye for now, and I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Peace.